Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Wing Night Podcast. I am your host of the week, Dylan Barr, accompanied by my good friends, Josh Rozek, Jason Gondring, and Adam Swisher, shortly to be joined as well by none other than Hunter Delaney with a capital L. How's it going, everybody? It's going good. Great intro, Dill. It's good to be here. How are you guys doing? Yeah, doing we're... excellent. Doing excellent, Jay. <laughs> we're out here. We are yeah, out here indeed. How's your guys' weeks? So this good. A, yeah, it's a good week. It's a holiday week. You know, we can uh, have a few days off, enjoy time with the fam, have a little turkey. Um, so that kind of that fact has made work a little slow and just relaxed it's nice mm-hmm. what do, yeah. what do you guys like to think about thanksgiving um what is your guys's favorite thanksgiving food turkey if it's not dry hmm. for for me turkey is like the worst like I, that's probably the problem is i've had like terrible turkey most of my life not always some sometimes there's good turkey but a lot of times it's just dry, so you need the, the gravy to kind of to make up for it. But turkey is definitely lower on the list for me. I, I like a good mashed potatoes, throw some gravy on there, put some corn on top, okay? Mix it around, make a little goulash, you know what I'm saying? I like a little bit of green bean <laughs> casserole, okay? Yeah. Mm, keep talking. Ever had keep talking. Sweet potato casserole. Oh, with the pecans, pecans on top. Come on, top. come on. Pecans, pecans and marshmallows. On top. A little ooh, I've never had the marshmallow before. That sounds good though, Jay. Nah. But I'll let you guys talk about what your favorites are because I just went on a rampage. <laughs> well, my family's not even doing turkey this year because we're all not a huge fan of it. Um, like I like it, but it's not something that I ooh. am very fond of. I yeah, I know, I know. But I do love stuffing. That's one I could eat stuffing all day, every day. Also, yeah. Yeah, but we're going with bacon wrap filet mignons this year. So, humming a humming a, it's gonna be good. Wow. <laughs> nothing, nothing says Thanksgiving like some bacon wrap filet mignon. <laughs> I, I know it's like like a Christmas feast at Thanksgiving. I guess that's legit. Yeah, it'll be good. That's more accurate. Um, the first Thanksgiving, they don't think turkey was actually the main course. They think it was deer. Fun fact. Hey, venison. That's some good stuff. Yeah. Um, For me, I'm also a mashed potatoes guy. Mashed potatoes and gravy. It's just warm. It's hearty. Oh, man, it's good. It's, <laughs> it tastes good. Um, Then also, I'm a roll guy. I love them rolls. I'll be oh, stuck. Go, dude. I, I, get, I get too full with rolls before the meal even starts. <laughs> Give me the carbs. <laughs> Give it to me. You guys ever had sweet potato casserole? <laughs> we just talked about it, Dylan. You did? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Was that the one with the marshmallows? Yeah. And pecans. Oh. Well, my mom's is better. I don't really care what you guys said. Okay. Whatever. Well, what's man. in it? Uh, I honestly don't even know. Some brown sweet sugar. potatoes, pecans, Magic. and sugar. What else do you need? magic let me tell you though those those williams girls well women they can cook okay <laughs> women 
and they're grown adults. I shouldn't call them girls. They can cook. Mrs. Barr yeah, they can. can cook. Mrs. A yeah. can cook. All the rest of them can cook. Unreal. They got to. They got a bunch of mouths to feed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. Mm-hmm. I just picture a nest with all the birds going. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, right. That, that, you just described my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> goodness uh, you know thinking about this thanksgiving food really makes me think what would what would db cooper want for his thanksgiving jeez <laughs> db Cooper. Dude, we, we haven't heard a peep from db since 1970 november 24th giving's eve what happened during that jay the story of D.B. Cooper many years ago today was he very calmly, coolly, collectedly boarded an airplane wearing a nice suit, took his seat, handed the flight attendant a note that said he had a bomb <laughs> and that he wanted $200,000. And so the flight attendant obliged arranged for the plane to land the the seattle airport authority gathered up the 200 grand for db put it on the plane the plane took back off db told the pilot to lower the to fly below um lethal altitude so people wouldn't uh, die if he depressurized the cabin and they lowered the like the hatch and he just jumped out with a parachute when two hundred thousand dollars, and he's never been seen again. It's the what an absolute beast. N- nobody ever know knew what happened to him. The FBI, uh, swish. This is right. The FBI just stopped looking for him in two thousand sixteen, and this happened on November twenty fourth, nineteen seventy one. That's fifty years of searching for in... old be insane That's, and, and db yeah. oh sorry switch db no, Cooper is not his not his real name right right nobody knows frank abbott's real name <laughs> i was i was i was reading and it said it said that he said he was dan cooper but he didn't even say db that was one of the suspects was named db so that kind of got warped into his name oh okay. so yeah, so that's what I was reading. Imagine but, being the suspect's guy whose name is D.B. Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> crazy. It's crazy. Like, dude, it wasn't me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. it's. I heard, I also read something that said they think that he might have died when he was, like, jumping out because he jumped out in the middle of the night in the middle of the woods, which was, like, a super dangerous thing to do. And, um... Uh, apparently a young boy found like a suitcase full of like $5,200 of 20s which is what he got or 20s um, in the middle of the woods where he landed so um, that's another theory there's so many theories out there though it's crazy there's something about the cash being burned like he burned it to well there's a movie called without a paddle that I watched with as a kid and it, it talks about the whole movie centered around trying to find DB Cooper's treasure. Is that a comedy? That money. Yeah, it's so stupid. But uh, <laughs> it's a great but, kids movie. Oh yeah, I watched it probably as a seven year old. Stuff my father let me watch, insane. 
Um, but in the movie, like they finally get to like where he he fell in like a bunker or something, and he burned the cash to stay alive or whatever. But I thought I was reading on the Wikipedia page because I when we were talking about this earlier, I thought that they they found the FBI found some sort of money that kind of matched that that was being burned. I don't know that for a fact, but who knows? That's a crazy story. It had the same serial numbers like that. Um, the one that yeah. the boy found. So I don't know if that is what you're talking about, but it's the it's cool the down. only airline hygiene piracy case that's whole history of air D B Q legend. Dude, that's hey, I... That's just me, like the stuff that that hasn't been found out and never will be found out. Like, you guys know Zodiac Killer? Yep. You never heard of the Zodiac Killer? Heard of it? I don't know what it is. So, yes. There's likely that Ted Cruz was or something. His dad. <laughs> Ted his Cruz. Dad. His dad, Jay. Oh, okay. His dad. <laughs> like President Ted Cruz? Yeah. What? <laughs> but I don't. I don't even know what it like. Who? What? The story in the Zodiac. Watch the movie. Okay. It's a good movie. It's, you it's don't worth want to spoil it. Yeah. It. For me, like a a spoiler thing. Like it'd be better to watch a movie without knowing what happens. Or well, even for our audience, if you're interested, in watch so. Yeah. No, probably not. I mean, you can. That that it's, <laughs> it was made in like 2010. What about uh, uh, Area 51, Josh? Does that make you upset? You don't know what goes on there. That's where they stored all the manna from heaven. It's all in <laughs> Area 51. Yeah. The, the Jews never That's ate all it. All it is. <laughs> they never ate it. They warehouse. just stored it and was it New Mexico? Is it New Mexico? Uh, Nevada. Nevada. It's Kennecore in the streets. Bruce! Bruce is running it. You guys used to slave. Speaking of Bruce. You guys used to slave away making those fasteners. Oh, man. Remember that? What was it? 12 cents a fastener? Yes, dude. We we really saw our, pro- our productivity increase <laughs> once that uh, piecemeal <laughs> payment came into play, didn't we, Josh? I was such productivity a went up about two hundred percent. I'd say. <laughs> hey, he's yeah, motivated. We were probably making, we were probably making like one fastener per three minutes when we were being paid hourly. But once we were being paid per fastener, I was making like six per thirty seconds. Dude, it was insane. <laughs> I was making twenty five bucks an hour. <laughs> no, sorry, we, had the, we had the sweatshop going. It was great. <laughs> These working conditions. Fun. We had we had a steady <laughs> supply of chicken nuggets and diet coke. Oh yeah, pretzels, honey on my nugs. Honey, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Switch. Why do you like honey on your dude? Chicken nuggets? I would eat honey. I've actually. Have you ever tried honey on chipotle? Get no. out of here, what? dude! It's the sweet and salty component, or sweet and savory component. It's so good. Get the heck out of here. It's good, it's man. Steak or chicken? You gotta try it. Uh, chicken or steak. I got it on steak. You guys got to try the cold chai. 
Is that Hillary you, Clinton? Yeah, it's Hillary Clinton. Yeah, that was. A, if you don't know what that is, look it up. You got to try the cold shot. Hey, speaking of the you guys' uh, working conditions, would you rather work two twenty-hour shifts or seven five and a half-hour shifts? This is obviously in a week. So two twenty-hour shifts, and you're done and over with. Or I guess if you want to split them up, you can. Um, or I guess we can whatever you guys want to do. The would you rather? Um, or seven, five and a half hour shifts. I think it would just get so like tiring to never ever have a day off. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Seven yep. days a week, three hundred sixty-five days a year. Um, yeah, I just think that would get too tiring. Even though it's just five, five, five and a half hours, no problem. But um, I'd go for the two twenties. It'd be it'd be tough. Can are they consecutive twenties? Is that what we said? Yeah, we'll make them consecutive. It's yeah, a little bit harder that'd, be, that'd be a little bit harder. You you'd literally start work, sleep your eight hours, and start your next day again, and that's that's your forty eight hours. <laughs> that's uh, that's pretty intense. But it's a full full weeks that. work. Yeah, for full weeks work in two days. I'd rather do that. I'd actually rather work. A full forty hours. <laughs> a forty hours in 40, one day. Forty hours in a day. Yep. <laughs> I'd prefer that too. No, I think I'd like the uh, the two twenties. Um, the I'd like them consecutive too. I guess it just depends on what you're doing for a job. Like if you were just in a high stress job, it'd make it go by quicker, but also be just so tiring but like if you were like a garbage man or something like actually that'd be terrible too but it's just better than having to go to work every day now if it was like two hours every day that'd be a 14 hour week shift but wait what yeah 14 hour yeah that's right okay whatever um but that would be yeah i'm gonna go with the 220s i'm just gonna stop talking words are hard (laughs) we're gonna keep it at 220s and we're gonna move on swish 220s yeah, two twenties, easy. Uh, five days off in a week. It's pretty nice. So that's where I stand. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Two two twenties would probably be. I mean, w- neither of those obviously is ideal. But working seven days straight, they would just bl- if your days bleed. You know, you try- I thought about this a lot. You know, the people. Uh, it's a very small percentage of the population. They can they only need like four hours of sleep a night. Yeah, you heard of those people? I think it's like point three percent of the population. Lucky people. Wow. Um, how much would you guys pay to have that ability? It'd be tough because you'd be the only one that could do it, and so the things you want to do, like with your extra time, you'd have to be kind of an introvert or a loner in doing those things with that extra time. Cause you, you're going to get those extra hours in the middle of the night when everybody else is sleeping. Now, if you're a real go getter and you're like, I'm going to do some business or something or train, you know, mm-hmm. an athlete, you can train during those times. Then it's real advantageous and worth your money. But if you're just an average Joe, it's not even desirable. I don't think. That's a good point. 
I'd pay like twenty thousand a year. Twenty thousand a year? No, nah, just right now. Oh, just oh, yeah. up front, lump sum. Up front, up front. lump sum. Lump sum. Yeah. I'd do that. Yeah, I'd yeah. do that. Yeah. I'd give you I'd, ten grand up. There's yeah, there's a lot of things you could get done like with that extra time. Then you wouldn't have to do it in the other parts of the day, which would be kind of cool. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. but like like just like even little things like. Or if you want to like start a big project, like write a book or something like that, you'd have an extra four hours to do that every single day. Like that'd be incredible. Yep. Yeah. You you yeah. literally go to bed at midnight and wake up at four a.m. and you were. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty hype. Yeah, it is. That's the thing. Like, I I want to read more books, but I feel like like yeah, I, I get up in the morning and I I read my Bible or whatever, and I don't have enough time to read my books and then I get home and I feel guilty reading my books with like when Kenzie's around, you know what I mean? Cause I want to hang out with her. So I don't have time to do that. So it'd be great to like, okay, go to bed at 10, wake up at two. And then just for four hours, I'm uh, just reading my books or I'm getting shredded, dude. I'd be absolutely. <laughs> you could do both. Okay. You could yeah, do you both. Can, you got, you I got, know. you're shaving, you're shaving half your normal sleeping time off. So you got two hours for reading and two hours for shredding. There I think I need to do audiobook, dude. Like I, I feel like I comprehend so much more. Do you guys do those? I've never done one. I I did one for school actually. But are they good? Highly recommend. I got Audible for my birthday. Um just ask ask for it for a Christmas gift. You can buy a like yearly membership in a lump sum, I'm pretty sure, and they give you a little bit better of a deal. Highly recommend. I'm an auditory learner, so I like it anyway. I like listening to podcasts and stuff. Um and you can just pick the material that you'd like to listen to or a subject that you'd like to be a little bit more informed on. And you just pop it in, listen to it. I listen to it on my way home from work every day, on the way to work. It's it's great. Highly recommend. All right. I might you know what else? Oh, go ahead. First book I'm getting, D.B. Cooper, A Life. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote a book. He wrote a book. On his way down. Published by Anonymous. (laughs) B.B. Cooper, an autobiography. (laughs) No, it's going to be How I Did It, and the forward's going to be by O.J. (laughs) Nice. Nice. Tough. You know know what's weird to think about, too, though, is if, if I ever have a day where I just have so much time to do stuff, I get like nothing done. So if I had those extra four hours, I feel like there's a part of me that just wouldn't get stuff done. So I don't know. That's another thing I'm thinking about. I was like, do I really need four extra hours? Cause then I'm just going to like do nothing. But yeah. Yeah. It's kind of the situation where people can make a quarter million dollars a year and still live outside of their means. <laughs> right. Yep. You know, you got the extra time. You fill it with BS. And yep. don't, don't end up doing what you what you set out to do or what your goal was when you paid that 20k up front precisely yeah so just like anything it'll take self-discipline to really make use of it yeah because you could spend those four hours eating cheetos you could that'd be tough (laughs) but you could i usually do that (laughs) i'm sure some people would i usually just describe josh's saturday morning not not evening, morning. <laughs> not evening. Saturday morning. You wake up four in the morning. And you start pounding the Cheetos before Kenzie gets up. 
<laughs> and as soon as she gets up, Pringles. <laughs> you, you dust off the orange residue left on those fingers and hit the Pringles. Dude, Jalapeno my, cheddar. My eating habits are just absolutely disgusting. Like the amount of pizza that I consume per week, especially like when Kenzie <laughs> when Kenzie was working at the hospital, I think I was averaging like three pretzel pizzas a week, dude. Just myself. <laughs> Rookie stats, dude. I'm impressed. 24 pieces a week? Dude, got to, man. Got to. Did you guys That's hear, awesome. um, you guys know Papa John? No, guy I've never Papa heard John. of him. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm, he's like the racist, the the racist stuff. No, I was going to talk about, he said he was like averaging like 20 or 25 pizzas a, a month or something like that. After everything went down with his business and he lost everything. He said he was averaging eating like 25 pizzas a month or something like that. That's insane. Why, That's wild. That's you guys wild. are so shocked. <laughs> can't can't even work, comprehend what's up, going on. I was looking up a cool pizza fact. Did you know that like Detroit is like the fast food pizza mecca? Like it's just every... Well, Mecca was bad, <laughs> but it's the like fa- fast food pizza franchise hub of the world. Like, there's Domino's, Little Caesars, and I guess Marcos is Toledo, but Cottage Inn. Yeah, there's just all these. Jets. Yeah, Jets. Jets all think, these pizza Jets places. Is, that's right. All these. The De- yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, Detroit style pizza. Yeah. All these national pizza chains, they all start in Detroit. What the heck is Detroit? You know, why? It's why Detroit? Dude, Detroit used to be an awesome city and now it's just a piece of poop. Hey, don't you hey, talk about my city baby. like that. Don't you talk about my city like that. It's actually my city, Swish. So yeah, I know. You can take it easy. Yeah, but I'll always be a Detroit through and through. I'm actually I'm I'm the same distance away from downtown Detroit than I was in our hometown. Really? Huh. Yeah, I'm I'm like 50 minutes away from Detroit from here, even though it's Detroit Metro kind of. Detroit Metro is huge, dude. It's huge. Yeah, it's it's big. Um, hey, Detroit's on the come up. Well, I think it was already on the come up, but have you kind of like there's a lot of people talking about how if work from home culture shifts and it comes becomes more permanent that people all out in like silicon valley and all that are going to come move into the midwest because it's cheap living and we've got in cities like detroit we've got all the amenities of a big city they might be a little rusty but you know (laughs) we've got it we've got all the infrastructure because the midwest back when america was manufacturing hub of the world we had huge cities, you know, really. Yeah. And there was, they were really bustling and everything. There were great places to live. And yeah. uh, so I, Detroit might be pretty attractive to some of those people who are like, I want to go from paying $2,500 a month for a box in somebody's apartment to <laughs> I want a two bedroom apartment for 800 bucks a month. Yeah. And it's like luxury. <laughs> True. I think it, I think I see it. Yeah, it's insane how much it costs to live out there. My uncle lives in California, and he's like, "Yeah, 
it's like two thousand dollars for a studio apartment. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's nuts. Where do you think so Detroit's on the come up or or, or with that with the with the shifts that we're gonna have in culture and society, where do you think we're gonna end up in the next ten years in twenty thirty? Where do you think what do you think the world's gonna look like? I think uh, we all I think, think. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think uh I think we're gonna see some pretty pretty big changes as we go through our 20s and into our 30s boys i think that um there's gonna be like a big change in privacy stuff with social media and um and like websites and everything i think that there's gonna become like a tipping point either it's gonna get really bad and then get fixed or it's gonna slowly you know, progress and get better and people can kind of take back their data because, um, yeah, I just think that's it. It's a growing issue. So I think we'll see like a lot of social media changes and maybe the big players aren't as big anymore. Um, in exchange for somebody, you know, who the whole like ads, ads, ads model, um, people get fed up with it and people get fed up with people having all their data out there and used and having no control over it. So I think we'll see that happen. I also think we'll see electric vehicles grow and autonomous vehicles grow, but still not become the within 10 years, not become the main ones, but I think we'll see it grow. I think that we'll have a time in the next 10 years. If we're considering buying a new car that will, at least consider an electric vehicle because of cost or um, just our love for Elon. Yeah. Even that, I mean, I might, (laughs) but I think that it's, I think that the ultimate driver for many people is money. Uh, It drives a lot of their decisions. And I think that we'll get to a point where electric vehicles become cost effective and cost advantageous for people. And so it's not going to be like, mm-hmm. oh, you greenie. It's going to be like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I actually, this the cost of ownership of this car over the over its lifetime is less than a gas car. So yep. I think we'll see that. Um, I've got a, I've got a question about that, Jason. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, for like, is there anything being done with like electric alternative for like semi semi trucks or? um like big hauling vehicles like have they have they started doing anything um to kind of look at possibilities for that because i feel like that's one of the biggest you know areas of need but i think i from what i've heard in the past the biggest hurdle has been finding that towing power (laughs) with electric so well um yeah actually that's one of the biggest uh, the ha- most highly anticipated kind of markets for electric vehicles because mm-hmm. um, th- I think the main thing is not the towing power because the power with electric is in the torque, immediate torque is better than with a combustion engine, but it has to do with the speed of recharging and the weight of the battery and the other in ch- the ranges. So those are the limitations, not necessarily the power, but the range. Right. Um, but there's a, so many companies that are focusing on that 
in replacing the gas powered trucks on the road. And also not only they're kind of combining electric and autonomous. So it's going to be actually really crazy if they pull that off within the next 10 years or 20 years to make a fully autonomous truck, like shipping truck. That's also electric. Um, because that's going to actually put a lot of people out of work, like millions of people. Truckers. Right. Yep. And that's actually going to be a very big um, pain point. I'm going to, I'm going to think for, for labor and for, in, for um, industry uh, that that's something that we're going to face in, in general. <laughs> Josh, you got, Josh is showing a bottle cap to the, to the group. <laughs> Oh man, underrated candy. I tell you what, bottle caps. Now, in your bottle caps here. Now, I'm not talking about real bottle caps. I'm talking about candy bottle caps. Okay. So, in your bottle caps packet, you usually have uh, an orange colored one, uh, which is usually the worst one. You have kind of like a Dr. Peppery kind of. Uh, it's it's red, but it's more of a Dr. Peppery. That's okay. But what Best you one. really want, but what no, what you really want is the root beer bottle cap. Now the root beer bottle cap is the best of all bottle caps. So um, I don't know what we were just talking about because I turned my <laughs> headphones off. Um, I muted because I I farted, but then I realized that <laughs> Mackenzie and Elena were outside, so I just wanted to make sure they didn't hear that. And I went out and got some bottle caps, and I'm back. So um, good to see you, boys. All right, let's continue the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> that that, that reminds me bottle? of our that reminds me of our sponsor today, uh, bottle caps. <laughs> Love it. Promoting. Thanks, what's our thanks re- to bottle caps. What's our real sponsors though, Dill? Oh gosh, uh, today our sponsor. Uh, today our episode is brought to you by uh, OG Bob Josh. Uh, it's a private equity company. Uh, if you ever need a uh, merger partnered it's for you so go to ogbobjosh.com slash bbb and shack to get a free merger on us again that's ogbobjosh.com slash bbb and shack you know, I think that, the bills, yeah, boys, we I had to do it. That, uh, if, if for anybody out there, I've used OG Bob Josh for all my mergers, and they've gone so smoothly. And so I've got nothing but the highest praise to give to to uh, OG Bob Josh uh, Private Equity. And I think you guys should give them a shot. You know, it's becoming that time of year. A lot of mergers need to be partnered. Just give them a look, and that you can't beat that deal. Free merger, free, free doesn't cost 100%. you a cent. Pick a company, pick another one, merge them, no cost. I would agree. I mean, I know it is my company, um, but (laughs) I do bring a lot to the table when it comes to this topic. I mean, no one has the expertise that I have when it comes to business, okay? All these people, they want to tell you to go big, go, go large with your business. No, I'm telling you, you need to partner with another business. Okay, bring your capital down. Okay, bring bring your mergers down. Bring them together, and partner them. Okay, there we go. OG Bobby Josh, say twenty percent. No, 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 no. Just OG Bob Josh. OG Bob Josh. That's right. Yep. Sorry, I forgot my business name. 
<laughs> Have you updated the website recently, Josh? Uh, hasn't been updated since 2014. Um, <laughs> but that's just because we've been busy doing business. We've been partnering mergers uh, since the beginning. So um, OG Bob Josh, 20%, BBB Shaq, whatever he said. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm oh, looking it up man. to see if anything pops up. Absolutely nothing. Yeah, it's uh, just a free domain. Let's go. Get it. All let's right. go. <laughs> um. So we were talking about the future. I gave my spiel, and I think that the electric trucks are going to be a big topic of, of discussion in the future, Swish. And, um, yeah, I think we'll see that hit the news. And there's a lot of people working on it right now, Tesla and all those guys and a bunch of startups. And it's going to be a big uh, a big undertaking, but a big topic. I think we'll see that mm-hmm. before 2030 uh, at least start to take effect. But uh, what do you guys what do you guys think? Not just about e- electric vehicles or just anything. What do you think society will be like or technology or, you know, because I just think it's it's crazy when I think about what our parents started out with going through college. And what we went through college with the technology, you know, and just everything that's progressed from that time when they were in college to when we were in college and and, and what what it's going to look like for us, because we just got out of college. Um, or it's still in college and when we're, when we've got kids that are 20 years old, you know, what, what are we going to be the, the, um, not so tech savvy with or something, you know? Yeah. I can kind of talk about the education aspect of it. Oh yeah. That'd Um, be great. Yeah. I think, I think there's going to be a negative shift in education, in my opinion, um, to more and more virtual um, I think virtual has its place and its time, but I think I've heard a lot of governors say, oh, this is the future of education. And I am I see it firsthand, like this is not the future of education because um, there are so many kids, like developmentally, at least for elementary age kids, like you can't, they need to be in person to some extent. Um, I know right now we're in a pandemic, so it's a little different, um, but I think we're going to see a lot of schools try to go online and have some setbacks with it. Um, and I, I think we'll see a shift towards a lot of online within the next five to 10 years, but then a shift back seeing that we've lost some um, important things. So um, I think with colleges, there's going to be a lot more um, online options, which I think will help um, drive the cost down, which is good. Um, but at the same time, um, I think there'll be a lot less people going to college because people realize I can get a two-year degree or I can get an apprenticeship um, and make just as much money. So um, I think there's going to be a lot of changes in education. Um, some good, some bad. So, yeah. It's all, I mean, yeah, like you said, it's all got its pluses and minuses. But uh, I agree with you, man. I don't know if uh, virtual learning is uh, as enriching and effective but um, yeah, I think already this year we've seen, I mean, this year's kind of a crazy year. Um, it's the first year that's really kind of been rolled out, but you know, everyone just makes memes and comments about how they just can't focus or it's kind of a joke and they play it off. And I think that's starting off on the wrong foot. 
<laughs> right. Well, and you're making, and for the little, like the littler kids, you're making their parents, their teacher, essentially. Like you're, mm-hmm. you're, yeah. you know, you're, they give the teachers give the assignments and they give virtual lessons, but they can't do that all day. I mean, the te- their parents need to give them and that's not, that's not the best for the student. So that's yeah, it's something not, I always try to think about what's best for the student, not what's most convenient. So. Yeah, because that's like a secondary thing the parents doing, not their primary thing of their own work or taking care of house duties. The secondary thing is just like getting the kid the assignment, and that's not that's not a good thing. It's the primary focus should be on the kid during that time for learning. Yeah, for sure. So that's my two cents. But I think a lot more will change. But that's my area of expertise, I guess. Well, that's good. I appreciate the thoughts there. Yeah. Should we welcome Hunter to the podcast? Absolutely not. Hey, guys. <laughs> hey. Hey, T-Mobile. Okay, so sorry I'm late. Probably sound like a robot. I just want to say, uh, hold on, my car is in the wrong gear. Um, that's, I, I'm, that's what I'm he wants a, to say. Before we, before we started this podcast, I said everybody needs to make time for this, and I completely blew it tonight, boys, so... Just want to point out, I'm a big fat hypocrite. I just was at my girlfriend's parents' house, getting my butt kicked in ping pong by her parents. So now I'm driving home, and that's why I'm I missed. So I love you guys. Hunter, did you have unlimited? Uh, <laughs> yes, I have. I had unlimited, and I literally sent the ball over the table like 50 times, and his dad cussed me out. He said, that's not how you play. And I said, I play how I want. That's a good book. <laughs> you said, I play how I want. I get yeah. limited. You know, uh, Sean Oakman <laughs> from Baylor? Yeah. That's how uh, girls' dads view me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that's what they see. Oh, man. That's what they see. That's what they see, baby. <laughs> what if they did? What if they did? Hunter just had this superpower where all girls that he dates, their dads, as soon as he becomes uh, their daughter's uh, boyfriend, just Hunter turns into Sean Oakman in their eyes. <laughs> I am the Sean Oakman of this podcast. I don't know who Sean Oakman is, to be honest. He's that huge well, dude from Baylor. <laughs> <laughs> he will steal your woman. Is it like the running back? I don't know no. what he was, de- defensive end or something. Oh, he was yeah. a big boy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Remember all those memes? They said, uh, like, hey, you need to get to class, and then it'd be a picture of Sean Oakman, and then they'd go, oh, okay, take your time. Yeah. Like that. Wait, wasn't there, like, a 350-pound running back at one school? No, he played defense, Swish. Derrick okay. Henry? No, yes. Swish is talking about a different person. <laughs> yeah, the oh. dude that was three fifty. <laughs> there was a lefty yeah. quarterback for the Giants. Yeah, the like dude's dead. Ball. Yeah, rest in peace to the lefty <laughs> yoga ball. What? Yeah, he died. Who? Who is it? Uh, I forget his last. It was like it was someone with an L, right? Yeah, they called him the hefty lefty, and I'm not talking about hefty bags. <laughs> I'm not talking about hefty bags. I'm sorry. Brought to you by Glad. For multiple purposes. Hefty, hefty, hefty. Hey, did you guys introduce our sponsor yet? Yeah, OG Bob Josh. 
Oh, I missed it. Well, OG what's Bob been Josh your experience like with OG Bob Josh, Hunter? Um, yeah, so uh, it feels great, my experience, <laughs> no side effects, and uh, it really uh, gets the people going. Like, I just think, like, when you take some OG Bobby Johnson, you can guarantee you're going to be the life of the party. <laughs> and if anybody knows that, it's Josh Rozek, because before he preaches, he goes into the back cave, you know, the back cave in the, uh, uh, behind the uh, altar, and he takes some OG Bobby Johnson, and uh, he feels great, and he's, he's a living testimony of that. He partners those murders back there. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Don Lemon, are you alive? Who has T-Mobile now, buddy? Hey, Hunter. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what do you think 2030 is going to look like? I don't know. I'll probably be sand. <laughs> we'll probably be sand? Uh, Jeez. I don't know. 2030? Like, what do you mean in terms of technology, in terms of Anything. Uh. I think literally, this is what I'm scared of. I think it's gonna, you're gonna have to literally watch every word you say because everything's offensive and that bothers me. Jason sent us something that earlier this week. Like, (laughs) you literally can't say certain things because people get offended. And I'm probably gonna go to jail for speech because I talk like a 13 year old in 2000. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't filter myself. So that's what I'm nervous about. I'm going to go to jail with like 20 counts of saying stupid crap because people don't like it. There's a bunch of softies built like freaking Charmin. Yeah. <laughs> Charmin Ultra Strong, dude. And and that's uh, another link to our sponsor, Charmin Ultra Strong. I'm Charmin Next. Clean. Yeah, no, those I... bears do have nice hinds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, baby yeah. got back. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, it it gets it's a little wild how far we go with um taking offense to things. Yeah, Jason, your hair looks really good, dude. I might switch teams. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. No problem. Glad it's that convincing. Yeah. You look good. It's coming from Sean Oakman. It, yeah, <laughs> coming from Sean Oakman. High praise coming from Sean Oakman. What else have you guys discussed today? All the good stuff. All uh, the good stuff. Yeah, all of it. We talked about, uh, yeah, just the future. The we talked about if you want, uh, if you'd rather work seven five and a half hour shifts. Or two twenty-hour shifts, and I, I assume everybody said the two twenties, except Swish because he needs his eight hours. No, I said two twenties. Okay, let's go, freaking Swish! I just want to <laughs> kill the guy. I, I'm not even joking. You guys motorcycle have... dude? No, not a motorcycle guy. That's a great story for the magical, whatever. <laughs> but seriously, dude, I literally just almost took out a dude. I'd have pled not guilty though. We would have deleted this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you guys got my back, right? You'd help me hide a body. Yep, no doubt. 
no. Come on, Swish. It's not a moral question. Huh? Oh, is that Jay? Oh, that was Dill. Dill, you would for sure help me hide a box. You saw a cereal box Kroger. <laughs> hey, dude. Those My mom listens to... No, I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah, dude. it's... I mean... It depends Shout why you killed him, I guess. Yeah. Shout out to one of our avid listeners, Susie Barr. Mother of Dylan Barr. Birthed in 1990... Oh, gosh. 1996. There you go. Good job. Good job. 96. That's right, baby. Yeah. Hey, you live really you live really close to your girlfriend. No, I'm not close to her. I'm at her place. Right now? Yeah, I gotta walk a mile because there's no parking. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, I'm in a dangerous area. Are, 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 is this even part of the podcast or are we waiting for Josh? No, this is definitely part. This is part of the podcast. <laughs> you just kind of hopped in, and uh, it, we've we've gone a little bit off the rails here. Well, Hunter, what do you what do you think about canceling debt? Uh, you really gonna ask me that? This is oh, what I, I don't. Okay? And I think I think almost everybody on this podcast can agree with this. Okay, oh, when gosh. you start doing things like this, canceling debt, and um, like forgiving student loans and like paying a bunch of people a bunch of money to sit at home, you are literally taking away self-responsibility and just giving crap away without anybody doing anything in return. And it creates a lazy behavior. There's some people probably that, you know, maybe do need it, but like you are promoting laziness. And what mm-hmm. did I say before? If you don't freaking work, you don't eat. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, how I, I feel. There's people outside listening to me right now. Yeah, I get on board with that. Um, the other thing is just where does it end? Right. It starts there, but where would it end? Yeah, forgive my house. Forgive my house payment. Yeah. Forgive my credit card debt. Yeah, I think I think that the, you know, I think it's 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 a tough subject for me because I do recognize that some people are struggling and some people just weren't educated and that's partially their fault, partially not their fault because I think that some of the institutions we have don't do a good enough job of really making people aware of of some of those things and so they just get sold a bill of goods. They do it they get deep into the debt. They don't know what the heck they're doing. And then they, you know, arrive at this situation. They feel like they can't get out of it and they don't have any other options. So they push for something like this. And I'm just worried that like Hunter said, the message it sends, you know, I, I recognize people are struggling. We need to find a fit, find a way to help some people who are really struggling out. But if you just blanket, solve the debt without solving some of the other problems that caused it or acknowledge that there is a, um, you know, a real problem with those, that culture that we have of, you can have whatever you want, you can do whatever you want, but just take out a big old loan to get there. Um, 
if we don't if we don't acknowledge those and we solve and we forgive the debt, I think we're just going to arrive at the same problem another ten years after. Yeah, it might be bigger. Yep. Yeah. As soon as our society starts rewarding um, either ignorance, um, whether it's on purpose or not their fault or whatever ha- whatever have you, I know I know a, se- a seventeen or eighteen year old getting into forty thousand dollars of debt. It's definitely it's their fault for signing the dotted line, something they don't understand. But also, it's you, you can feel for them because they're just a kid. Um, they they don't know all that. Plus, there's a lot of deceiving going on. I know when I accepted scholarships on my college's page, uh, you could accept on the awards or whatever page with the same page as the scholarships was loans, which is absolutely ridiculous and deceitful. So I, I, I there's definitely room to improve in in those areas. But as soon as a society starts rewarding the ignorant or the lazy or the people who want um, want something quick and aren't willing to sacrifice for it and yeah. pu- almost punishing those who do the right mm-hmm. thing and sacrifice, that's, that's a slippery slope. That's not a society that uh, any, rational person would want to, any rational person would want to be in. Mm-hmm. So ho- ho- I'm hoping that doesn't happen. Well, and two, like, the a lot of these companies are just vultures like they are just attacking these vulnerable um college students and um yeah it's like it stinks because they should we need to find a way to educate them but at the same time like money is not free you got to pay it back um but yeah it's just i i can't get over how immoral it feels to charge students such high rates of interest and it just seems like it's these companies just have low integrity to just like i don't know like some of the some some of the minimum payments are less than the interest will that will come back and make the payment even more and more in the future so that that doesn't make any sense to me and um but the answer is definitely not to cancel it i mean there's responsibility that needs to be held and yeah, it's, it's a tough, it's a tough argument, but that's not the right answer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm on board with that. I agree. It's uh yeah, it's definitely a tough, a tough situation. A lot of moving parts to, to get past it, I think. And so, and that, that's also part of the appeal is some, to many people, they think that the, the cancellation will fix it all, but they're really, I don't think, don't think that's a wise way to think about it. I think there's a lot of other things that need to be done if we want to really fix it. Good. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. we're, we're, we, we keep continuing to try to treat the symptoms of the problem instead of actually finding out what the disease is and getting to the root cause of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that, that's the issue of a lot of our problems in society. We keep trying to just put patch these holes. Oh, we got to, uh, let's just pay off all the debt. It's all forgiven. And then everyone just starts accumulating again five years later, and we have the same problem like Jay said. We got to quit um, just trying to look for the easy fix. There's no easy fix. The, the fix is educate yourself. We need to, we people who know what they're doing need to be more willing to help others, to go into the schools, to help those kids, to educate your kids. Um, just everyone needs to do their part essentially in making sure that at least people understand the consequences. There's, there's people with student debt right now that think it's worth it and that's completely fine. 
people right. are, some people are happy with it. They're, they're, they said, Hey, you know, I want to do this. I'm, I'm in this job. I enjoyed my college experience. I wouldn't trade it for anything. So mm-hmm. it's you, but we have to educate people knowing they have to know what they're getting themselves into. Um, and then they make that educated decision. Right. Yeah. That's a missing piece. I think right now, a lot of people don't really, uh, they're not making an educated decision when they make a decision about where they're going to get their education. Mm. And even what they're, mm. and even what they're majoring in. I mean, right, right. A lot of people think any education is not a wasted education, but there are some majors that are pretty much a wasted major. Like mm-hmm. the colleges are looking underwater like, basket weaving. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's, I mean, a lot of majors you come out and you're, a, if you're not going to make a lot of money, then, you're not going to be able to pay that debt off. I mean, that's, I mean, if you're going into a field where you're going to make a lot of money, you can have debt, but if you're not, it's, it's going to be a tough road. Yeah. Or, I mean, just, just have the, um, have the discipline to say, all right, this is what I really want to do, but I'm going to give up the dream college, uh, experience at USC and I'm going to get it at the, the budget college. I'm going to get the degree I want, that, but I'm not going to get $80 million in the debt to get it. And so I think that's an important thing because you can get that degree. And if you think you'll make it, you can make it. But if you start out in the hole and start out in a degree that you know doesn't really pay a lot up front, you're going to be in a world of hurt and you might have some regret. Oh, so, um, what do you think, boys? It's getting a little late. I think we need Hunter's magical moment. I think we should wrap it up with a magic moment. From when Mr. your lips were close to mine. This magic moment. Hunter's magic moment. <laughs> we need like a theme song for that. <laughs> we should we should put that together, yes. Just put in any DMX song, that'll be the intro for Hunter. <laughs> Hunter go. Hunter. He dipped out right when we were doing this. <laughs> Classic. Hey, I will say, yeah, uh, as soon as Hunter got on, that's when all my technical difficulties started happening. So I don't know if we can blame it on me. Maybe on T-Mobile. So maybe on me. We're gonna put in a complaint with T-Mobile. Problem. Moves. <laughs> Hunter. Hunter. I just want to dance with the stars. Okay. Can't let me dance with the stars. That's not Hunter. Hi, Lauren. <laughs> Hunter, there's Hunter. There he is. Hunter, we need what your magic you moment. Magical moment. Uh, what was I talking about earlier? Oh, Swish hitting a motorcycle, dude? <laughs> I did not hit a mo- motorcycle, dude. You're right, you didn't, but you came within <laughs> inches of taking his life. Maybe. Yeah, that's a, that's a short one, though. Should we go with it? <laughs> Hey, Don Lemon's back. Hey, Hunter. Good to see you, man. What's up, buddy? 
Don Lemon of our podcast. I'll explain it after. <laughs> We've already explained it eight times podcast, so you'll have to listen to our formal podcast. No. Okay, you're interrupting a show. Um. <laughs> so back to the magical mailbag. Uh, <laughs> when we were in high school, um, me, Swish, and Jason and Josh played tennis. Uh, only one of us though made it to states. Um, That's right. <laughs> but uh, I think we were driving home from Nick Mueller's just after you know a day of tennis or disc golf or something. And we're driving with Swift to just having a casual conversation. And uh, was it me and you, Jason? Were you in the car? Or yeah. was it Haley? Yeah. Yeah, it was you and me. Oh, okay. Haley wasn't there? <laughs> oh, okay. thought maybe she was. Um, so, yeah, me, Jason, and Swish are in the car. And uh, we're driving. And Swish is just having a casual conversation. And me and Jason notice a person on a motorcycle and swish is driving uh, a silver dodge ram and this guy is driving a moped sized motorcycle <laughs> it's pitch black out and swish starts approaching him and me and jason don't think anything of it and then swish starts literally running this guy off the side of the road and where we live there's a lot of ditches and uh yeah Swish almost ran this guy into a ditch. We almost saw our friend commit manslaughter. And knowing Swish, I'm sure he would have hit the gas if anything would have happened. Um, <laughs> but thankfully, we got out of it scot-free. And mentioning tennis, Josh Rozek on here made it to States. So shout out right. to Josh Rozek. <laughs> Convinced right. the whole school. That's right. Yeah, that, that's a story in itself. We... We sold the whole school on Josh and his devil's partner going to state. <laughs> when they lost in the first round, right? Yeah. <laughs> to Monroe. First round of regionals. <laughs> we, were, we were trash, but it was okay. Yeah, we made the state, so I'm sticking to it, man. That's my story. Dude, you should go into social media marketing because that was unprecedented. I'm going to bring back MySpace, actually. That's one of my plans in life. So That's your plan bring that back. Bring that back by 2030. And mine. We're going to bring that back, too. So Did uh, did we... I was gone for like 15 minutes. Did we get to uh, our, our listener mailbag? Mm, nope. We did not get to the listener mailbag. We can save it for next week. That's fine. All right. We'll get to, All right. we'll get to, we'll get to our listeners and their concerns and questions next week. Recording. It's recording. So I, is that it? We're all done, boys. Yep. Yeah, I think that's a wrap. Peace uh, out, Girl Scouts. Yeah, it's been a good, been a good podcast. Good catching up with you guys. Hope you enjoy that turkey, that green bean casserole, that mashed potatoes, whatever concoction you were whipping up there, Josh. Enjoy that. Everybody else, you enjoy your Thanksgiving as well, and we'll catch you on the next one. See you, everybody. See you. See you.